Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to King of the Road. I am in buoyant mood. What a day yesterday was. Chelsea beat Manchester United and we are on the crest of a wave because a lot of people have been asking if the next guest could be the one and only Sophie Rose. And I'm delighted to say that she's sitting opposite me now. Sophie! Hello, Thank you so much for coming on, Sophie. You're welcome anytime. I quite like this. It was a wonderful day yesterday, wasn't it? I'd love to talk. Yes, it was really, really good. And actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't think we were going to play as well as we did. I was actually really nervous before the game. But I did say if Kante's back, it'll be a completely different game. I did something with full-time Devils before the match, and they literally hammered me they were like Lukaku's far better than Morata Morata's out of form blah 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 um Jose's the better manager and all these sorts of things and I said listen I said I'm gonna sit here quietly because I know for a fact that in these sorts of games I said especially for us because after the Roma game how bad that how badly it was nice to see the reaction wasn't it yeah we we had a really good reaction I think actually as well a lot of the fans when I did the interviews after said that they um thought players are playing for the manager because they want the manager to stay so whether that's true or not I don't know but I mean it seemed I mean the, the performance even from Bakayoko has not had a good couple of games he was really he was brilliant uh, special men- special mention to Christensen I thought he was fantastic uh, just not really one player that I can criticise yesterday I thought everybody was really really good it's just a long time since I've seen us play just some really, really decent yeah. football against a really tough side. It was really good, wasn't it? I think Fabregas, for me, Fabregas really does deserve special mention. I thought he controlled the pace and the tempo of the game magnificently. But do you know what we also need to talk about, Soph? Mm. What a goal. What a header that it was. was. such a good goal. Do you know, I think um, <clears throat> a lot of fans at the start of the season were like, oh, missing out on Lukaku is, is terrible. Morata's never going to be as good. But he's he's been, he's settled in so quickly, all by his injury. Obviously, that gives you a little bit of a hold. But I think... Um, he, yeah, I, I'm a massive fan. I think he really, really wants all the fans at Chelsea to really like him. From what I heard, somebody told me the other day that he was a little bit worried because he um, he's coming to like you know the Premier League and nobody really knows who he is, things like that. But I think he's settled in. Really it's well. a very difficult league to come into, but scoring a goal like that, it's the archetypal centre forward's goal. Like that's up there with. I remember when I was a kid, I was always so impressed with Les Ferdinand, the way that he used to hang in the air. A cross would come in, two people would jump for it, and Les Ferdinand would be left in the air for like five seconds longer than the defender. And he'd then plant the header you know, back where it's come from, into the opposite corner. And that's exactly what Morata did. To lead, to root David De Gea to the floor. Like De Gea is a wonderful keeper. He is a really good Didn't keeper. Didn't even move for it, so. Do you know what though? But not even just Morata yesterday. Like, every, I mean, I think I didn't say to my to Dan next to me. For those of you that know where I sit, I sit next to Dan Banks. Check him out on um, where is on, it? on Instagram. Shed Upper. Shed Upper. 
Um, I said, where's Lukaku? And he was right there on the pitch, but I just, I wasn't even paying attention to Man United because I mean, they were leaving space all over the place, weren't they? They really didn't play very well, but it was just all us the whole game and up, well, up until the last 10 minutes anyway. And even then we defended really well. Um, but I was more interested in just seeing us play wonderful football. And that's exactly what we did. I was really, really pleased. And I think we have to mention Kante because some of the interceptions he made, I was at one point he ran from the middle of the field all the way to the left-hand side and just booted the ball away from yeah. Man United. Didn't, yeah. didn't even I know the move you mean, yeah. yeah I, and I, I was think like, well, that he, when he's on form, which he was yesterday, he allows, you know, I've already noted that Fabregas for me was man of the match. Yeah. But I think that a lot of the credit that I'm giving to Fabregas actually belongs at the feet of N'Golo Kante because yeah. he allows Fabregas to flourish. But I think everybody, I think I said to everybody in my interviews yesterday, like it's not just, it's not just Kante and how brilliant he is. When Kante comes back into the team, Kante then seems to know where to put everybody else and everybody else goes back to playing their best and gets back into their positions. Fabregas can play a bit further upfield. He doesn't work well with Bakayoko in central midfield. I think we can all agree on that. Um, and as I was a just, two, I agree. As Fabregas a two, yeah. as a two doesn't um, work. And everybody just seemed to play far better. But I mean, for me, Kante yesterday, some of the things he was doing, he was, I think, uh, like United players trying to take a shoot at goal and nothing. Like yeah. Kante was straight in there, things like that. And that's just what I love to see. No, it was, it really was an excellent performance. And the atmosphere in the bridge was good. Really, really good, actually. Really loud. It's always loud in the Shadow Box. We've got quite a lot of season ticket holders up there. Same faces every year. Yeah. Uh, maybe one or two changes, but that's about it. Uh, good Zigga Zagger guy as well. Yeah, For those yeah, of you yeah. that like that song. Um, yeah, really good atmosphere. Really loud. Man United fans surprisingly quiet throughout the majority did of the game. Did you think? Yeah, I thought they were quiet. Yeah, compared to normal. Yeah, they do have very good away support. Um, how did you feel seeing Jose Mourinho at the bridge? Listen, opposition dugout? This is this is like, it's such a, what's it called? A, um, a An arguing point for fans because I, I honestly just can't say anything bad about a manager that gave us Premier League titles and I think when he came back for his second spell there was not one fan that was disappointed I remember working in the pub across the road all those years ago in the Kona Kai that's where most lot of fans knew me from um, and fans used to come in and say oh I miss Jose I just want him back this was when Benitez was in charge I think this is probably the final straw yeah. where everybody was just like oh, well I mean I know you know, won the Europa League with us but the Premier League you know things like that and everybody was just so disheartened and was just like what are we going to do there was no like really like you know heart and soul in the car we wanted a manager back that had like given us something and when he came back for the most part and won his trophy we, everyone was really really pleased so I for one won't say anything bad about him. I actually met him in um, the health club once and I was like, I love you. And he gave me a <laughs> wink and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do, yeah. But, you know, I, I won't say anything bad, but in terms of 90 minutes on the pitch, that's, you know, yeah. the, the love story sort of finished. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another love story that's finished is the, the love affair between Chelsea Football Club and Michael Emanalo. The news has just broken that Emanalo has left Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's only, I think we can both agree, it's only a good thing because... I think it's just sort of just time time for a change. He's it's not the good that he's done. We've like we've me and Rory have just done a video on it on um our channel CSC Fan TV for those of you that haven't watched already. I'm sure you have. Those. Get onto you YouTube and subscribe yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but it's not the good that he's done. We've seen him bring in Hazard. You said Dave Aspilicueta. I always call him Dave. I hope you lot know who I'm talking about. Um, it's the it's the bad signings that we've made like. Papi de la Boggi and Felipe Luiz Falcao. Michael Hector. There's, there a, there's so, a long list. There are just so many that, you know, it's okay to take a bit of a, a pun and see if see if some players work, but there are some where you're just a bit like, why on earth would you even bother wasting your time? We could be going over going after somebody else that's more suited to our club. And the loan system that he's employed so so passionately doesn't really make people happy, does it? No, and that's, that's actually a, a big thing for Chelsea fans. They don't like... 
pe people in the hierarchy that don't favour our youth. And we've currently got apparently the best youth academy there is. Yeah, we certainly do. Jody Morris is doing a wonderful job. Yeah, wonderful he is, work yeah. And the, the, but the problem is, is that you want to see some of those players come come through to the, the first team eventually, whether it's the odd one or two or three, whatever. Currently, how many play young players have we got out on loan? Yeah. I mean, the list like yeah, just yeah. goes on and on. So that's something that the fans don't like. And I think that's sort of more the heart and soul of the club, really. So I think it's just time for them to move on. But it's going to be like a talking point. And there's not gonna, it's not going to be one of those things where every single person's happy that he's gone. Are you? How do you feel about it? I'm happy, yes. I think it's just time for somebody to go. I wonder what, I think it's a very weird time for him to leave. I would think if you're going to end your 10-year spell, you'd do it at the end of the season rather than... Which implies that it's not a harmonious decision. Yeah, right? I mean, what are we, start of, start of November? It's a bit, yeah. bit, bit of a straight... It's not even a crew, we're not even in the in January yet, so uh, yeah, I think it's a bit it's a bit bizarre. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though. I think that it's good news. Um, something that I'm not enjoying so much, though, is mm. the argument that seems to be brewing and gaining a lot of momentum between Antonio Conte and the wonderful David Luiz. How do you feel about that? Yeah, well, we just saw another video on that as well, weren't we? Um, <laughs> I love David Luiz. He's a fantastic personality. Um, the only time I've ever, ever not liked David Luiz is when he scored that goal for PSG at the bridge. And they, they I've seen a video up. of you. And he you're, said, you're, I'm in that one. You're in yes. a video. Oh, so do you know what happened there? So everyone's like, why are you on your phone? I'm like, I was just texting my mate saying... We're through. We've done it. Yeah. It's, it's all over. And then I just looked up, and me and my mate are like, "What's he just done?" Um, but he said he was just overcome with emotion and, and didn't really mean to be. Also, just, in a, oh, really, so if you can't actually hold a man, uh, you can't have any. You can't hold anything against a player celebrating a goal of that magnitude. No, it's a yeah. huge goal in the Champions League away at Stamford Bridge for the for his current employer. You can't honestly think that he shouldn't have celebrated that. No, of course not. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. That in that moment, I was a bit like, oh, really? But he did. He apologised straight after, I think, in his in his post match um, interview. But anyway, um, aside from that, I think he is a great addition to our football team. I don't like him as a defender. I know you, you really do. Yeah, I do. But I think in this current side, he's much better in the midfield. Um, but I think he's he's sort of one of those players who's probably got such a big personality that. When something sort of ticks him off, he's one of those people that's always really happy, always really smiley, really laughy. Once when something really, really makes him mad, he's probably oh yeah, he's had a big definitely blowout. got an edge. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind that his his character is part of his brilliance as a footballer. Is actually his edge. He's a very, very hard, very, very tenacious, very physical, very combative footballer. Mm. And it, of course, those characteristics that make him such a good player will also make him quite a prickly person. Yeah, basically, and I think that's what's happened. I don't think it's anything to majorly worry about. I think all the reports at the moment are like, because obviously he was left out of the Man United side at the weekend. Being left out of the side is one thing, though. So, well, and yeah, I think being, you're right. Not being, being on the bench, I know, yeah. Like Ethan Ampadu was on the bench. <clears throat> like, whether you think David Luiz, whether you think his performances think... should allow him to play in the starting lineup at the moment, that's, that's up for debate, but nobody would make a case for him not being on the bench. There's, think, there's two things here. So I think you mentioned it earlier as well, and I've seen it. It's a bit like you've got a manager and a player. You've got players who've got huge egos, and you've also got managers that sometimes when a manager comes in, I mean, for instance, look at Joe Hart. If, if a manager doesn't like you, then you have to go. And imagine being at a football team for X amount of years or something that, you know, a team you really want to play in, and the manager comes in, and all of a sudden he doesn't want you in the team or you've you've had a, an argument disagreeing about something then a manager can also you know either wreck, wreck a player's career or vice versa do things that sort of a player wouldn't necessarily agree with so I think it's way too early to tell and I think this this is an ongoing thing I mean if he's left out for a few more games and a few more games then we can start talking about it but at the moment for all the rumours saying he's going to leave in January I think that's a little bit 
Um, well, I hope it's, it's premature. Much. Premature. There we go. Yeah. Um, I hope. I really do hope you're right because I think that David Luiz is a masterful football player, and it's very important to remember. Like a fella played a Champions League final and won a Champions League final for us, pretty much on one leg. Yeah. Like he was he was injured. He would have never played that game under normal circumstances, but due to suspensions, we had no option but to throw him in the deep end. Know, and he so was incredible. He scored a penalty. I love the guy. I think he's brilliant. I was delighted when he returned to Chelsea, and I really hope that they can sort this this issue out because Conte. Conte's mouthpiece on the pitch feels like it's David Luiz. Like the closest thing to the closest thing to to Antonio Conte off the pitch, what we have on the pitch is David Luiz. David Luiz is is Conte's passion embodied in those eleven. You know, it's not Gary Cahill. Gary Cahill's a captain, but David Luiz is the man who seems to have the rapport with the fans. He's geeing the fans up. He's telling players where to go. He's making sure that everyone's on their man at corners. So I really do hope. That David I, Luiz can sort this out. Yeah, I love David Luiz. And I, like I said, I think it's too premature to be talking about him leaving now. I just think it's probably something on, on both sides. The one thing I know is that David Luiz does, David Luiz does not want to find himself next to Kennedy. <laughs> because, I mean, if, if Kennedy's behaviour is anything to go by, although I think Kennedy's a, a really good footballer, you just don't want to find yourself in, in, on the naughty step, do you? No. It's just not a place you want to be. No, and we've obviously... Sticking to a Brazilian theme here, Diego Costa <laughs> has already had this fallout with Conte and has gone. We now know, obviously, we've just had the discussion about Michael Emanalo being, uh, well, you know, le- leaving the club, which is a good sign, I think, because it should mean that the club are backing Conte. Do you know, I'll make a good point about this. And, and oh, will you? This will be. Yeah, this, are, you, are you just flagging that tie, this I'm is going to be a good I'm point? I'm going to tie Fabregas because I've just thought of it. I'm like, yes, it's a really good thing to I say. I like that so. you flagged it. This is a good point, everybody. Yeah, this, Sophie, think, Just don't let you. me lose my trailer thought. Right. Conte is probably the first manager that I've seen come into Chelsea Football Club to play players based on merit. The difference is, some depends how players handle this. The likes of Diego Costa have a huge ego, so he's going to get mad, kick up a fuss, start acting like a two-year-old we don't really know what went on but I can I can assure you there's something that went on like, like that at the start and he's ended up leaving same thing with David Luiz I reckon he's had a bit of a, a you know a childish what's strop. The word? strop basically and that sort of thing that's happened not that I know exactly what's happened but that's kind of that's what I can imagine Fabregas on the other hand who wasn't favoured by Conte I think I read something like he didn't even want his teammates to talk to him he was really really upset about the whole situation he hasn't handled it like either of these two. No, he's he an is example, basically, isn't he? Yeah. He's a complete example of what happens when basically you keep your head down, you don't fall out with the manager, you do what he wants. If you're not in the team, you're not playing better, then you're not, you're not playing well or whatever, you mm. don't fit into it. You, you train really hard, you prove yourself and now look at him. I completely agree because when Conte came in, Oscar was the man for that position. Conte, mm. you know, it, it all seemed to be the pre-season tour of the States and all that all suggested that Oscar was going to be the man to do the Fabregas role. And Fabregas was going to find himself out of the club. It really did look like that. And I remember going into our first game that season against West Ham, it really did look like it was going to all revolve around Oscar. Mm. It all changed. Fabregas kept his head down, kept working hard, kept grafting in training, was nothing but professional, and went on to lift the Premier League trophy while Oscar yeah, left the country. Exactly. There's just two really different sides to this. And I think if any of the players... I mean, if Fabregas clearly... He loves... Let's play Chelsea. He loves living in London and... I think he's just he's just like you said a really really good example of how you should handle yourself and I think if we like we know the club are back in Conte at the moment if you want to stay at the club you have to have a good relationship with this manager and that's good and I think actually if I have anything to go by of what I seen on Sunday 
everyone played really well. So I think they all need to take a, a leaf out of his book. Yeah, I completely agree. Getting Great your head down, Steph. there's a lot to be said. Great point, Steph. Have you just given yourself? Have you just given yourself a click and a yeah, pat I on the back? Yeah, I do do that. I like to praise myself. I like it. No, no, you make you make a perfectly valid point. I was mocking you to begin with, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, because I do say some some funny things occasionally. It's been known. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, don't we all? It's been known. I, my favourite <laughs> is when we're doing when we're like doing a fan cam outside the Stanford Bridge or something, and you'll talk about something that's happened in the first half, mm. and It'll always like make me laugh, no matter how many times I hear it. We must have done, God, we must have done two hundred of those videos together now. Every single time you say the word half, can I can I put yes. the mic on under you? Okay, over to you. So okay, so I I originally grew up in Devon, so we do speak slightly different. So anything with an A, so you lot might say France, I'll say France. <laughs> bath is bath. Laugh. The worst thing is when people take take the mick out of it, and then I say, "Stop it, guys! I can't laugh anymore." It's like a double whammy. Yeah. But you know, listen. But sometimes I'll say, "I can't laugh" or "can't laugh." It just the A just changes constantly. It, it really does. It re- no matter how many times I hear it, it really does make me laugh. And yeah, you'll be talking about something an incident in the first half. And You've got to stop that, Rory. We're looking. We're looking unprofessional. I can't help it. I'm sure. I'm sure that everybody watching the video is tickled by it the way that I am. Well, yeah, um, but somebody else said in the comment the other day, is, her, is their accent a little bit off? Or, <laughs> I was like, thank you. Yeah, it really, it really did make me laugh. Um, <laughs> do you know what, talking about, talking about videos that we've made together, it's going to lead us on nicely to a question that I've got in. And the question was put in, actually, on the iTunes account. So if you want to ask any questions, if you just leave, there's a comment section on our iTunes, you can rate, the first thing you can rate this podcast and then you can leave your comments. And somebody has asked, firstly, hoping that you'd be on, and the question that they've asked, Soph, and I'm mm. going to completely hand the floor to you. Why did you guys start a fan channel? Okay, so. <clears throat> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For the most of, for the most part, all you guys know that, well, most of you that are listening, if you don't know, we worked on a different channel for two years, and that's how I sort of met Rory and Charlie and well, everyone really, and we had a great time, and 
I'll always remember it too. Uh, well, I'll, I'll take take you through it from from my perspective. I was around my boyfriend's house, and um, I got a call from Roy. We were meant to be doing some filming, I think, up at Arsenal. We were meant to be doing some filming somewhere. And I was really excited about it, and you called me and basically said, "No, we're not going to do it." And I said, "Why not? Like that's never happened before." And then you cancelled another shoot, and I thought, "Oh, that's that's really strange." And then you sort of called me or texted me and said that <clears throat> they're basically not going to run the channel anymore. And I remember crying and crying and crying because I've been trying to get into presenting, especially Chelsea football club because that's that's sort of my passion that's you know I lived outside the ground worked outside the ground that was sort of my passion that's what I wanted to do and for me to work so hard and to get this job and to really be enjoying it and to see the fans every weekend to know that was going to be taken away from me was really really heartbreaking for me so I basically thought that was all it and I was thinking right what am I going to do you know this is sort of my livelihood this is what I you know this is my hobby and everything like that so I thought okay what am I going to do and then the company sort of came back to me and said Sophie we're willing to keep sort of just you on but we're just going to do match days and they offered me a slight pay rise things like that but I realized with doing that that you can't run a channel and produce good content and film good com content for the fans and even for myself to watch and listen to just by doing match days we need to be releasing you know breaking news and having you know chat shows between ourselves and making guest appearances play on places and just producing really good content for the fans and you can't do that it'd be really really selfish of me to take the money and just just stand outside in a match day and interview the fans because a lot of you guys can't get to the games as it is and we want to give you you know all sorts not just the fan fan reactions on the match days we want to give you all sorts of content during the week as well so it didn't make sense for me to stay there so I thought right do I do that or do I start a, another channel with with Rory with you so I think we both agreed that that would be the best option and that we would start it from scratch and it's by by no means been easy and I've had to learn how to edit videos and so I've, I've, yeah Rory's Rory's just started editing as well but I think for the first six months because we all had different jobs and everything I I was just editing every day and I just didn't I was really 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 exhausted by it all do, but you, know, do you know what so I can remember I can remember that period and I, I was actually very impressed with you because once we decided to work together you know you had the offer from Fremantle at the time mm. you made it I made a different offer to you well you thankfully you decided to, to explore the thing that I'd suggested and this is you know, this we is just a sort of chose to work together, didn't we? I think exactly. it's I think it's one of those things where you've just got to think. And I, I remember thinking, I don't want I don't want somebody. I remember saying to you, you know, there's one thing for somebody to invest, you know, lots of time, money in us and everything. But I said no. I said I want us to do this thing together and, and start to from own scratch. It. And it's something that we feel so passionately about. It's nice to have some control over it. Yeah, and also I think the channel that we have now is is a lot better in most ways. You know, I've vlogged the games. We have our own spin on it. We we can put out what content we feel the fans want and lots of things they didn't have before and. Yeah, we film from Dubai and God knows where yeah. here. And the, the best thing for me actually is taking you all on the match day experience with me. You know, being able to Snapchat and Instagram pictures of just me and you and just doing whatever I we actually normally do. I completely, I completely agree. But the the moment when I realised, wow, like it was very impressive, is when we decided to start. I remember a good friend of mine, a fellow called remember Ricky Valentine. Yeah. So he met us. We did one of our first videos outside of Stanford Bridge, and and it did well. I remember like we put out a video, and Ricky who. Uh, I was talking to her about it. He went, "How many views do you reckon?" I kind of went, "A thousand? Yeah. Do you know? I think actually, I thought, I thought, right, we're only going to get about twenty to thirty subscribers. I said, but I actually thought we were going to get around maybe ten thousand views. I was thinking, right, you know, that will be the, oh, I didn't be think the dream. anything but like Rory that. was like, no. But you said, okay, thought, subs will be good. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, nah, I don't. I think we're literally going to get about twenty subs. 
And when our first video went out, we got about, well, about I don't know, 30, 30, 30 it was about something thousand. 30,000 and 7,000 subs overnight. Yeah, and we were just, and my, we started up a Twitter, we started up an Instagram, and it, my phone was just going absolutely crazy, and I just couldn't believe it because at this time, when that video went out, we had zero subscribers. We had to start from scratch. It's a brand new channel. Yeah, and that was really difficult because I feel like we all worked so hard on that last channel, especially you guys. To put out content every day and to get all, you know all those subscribers and we worked really hard on it. We travelled up and down the country and for it all to be gone in the space of well, yeah, what felt to me like a couple of days, hours, yeah, 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 was just really really upsetting for me. And I just thought I spoke to my mum, I spoke to my like I spoke to my family, like parents stuff, and I was just crying, crying, didn't know what to do. And then I was like, right, I'm going to start my own thing now because this is it's time, it's the right time. And I, I don't care whether I don't make any money from it for for however long. I said as long as I've tried and whatever, and yeah, luckily exactly. enough, fans like us, and we're 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 putting out really good content. Uh, absolutely. 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 But do you know do you know what happened? I remember you did a vlog and I think Ricky yeah. was Ricky was supposed to edit it and for whatever reason couldn't. Like he yeah. didn't work with us, you know, he's just a mate of mine and for whatever he's probably just out having a drink on a Saturday night. It, we we had no way of getting it out and you had to put all the effort into the vlog. You were like, Right, I'm gonna edit I'm gonna do it. And I said, Sophie, you've never edited you you can't. Yeah, and, I remember and that. I, and I went to bed, I said goodbye to you. I can't remember what game it was, but it was one early in this calendar year, so it was one sort of January this year. I went home, went to bed, and woke up the next day and I had a notification that a video had gone out on the channel. I thought, oh, this is weird. And I watched it, and you'd basically gone from not owning a computer <laughs> to buying a computer and editing a video in the space of about six hours I have to say my editing skills got a lot better but that first video I thought right do I do I wait and do we just it's just... incredible dedication to go from not owning a computer to yeah. uploading a video in six seven hours and editing it was it. mental yeah I mean a video that should have probably taken me around about 45 minutes did take me a good four four five hours because I didn't have what I was doing I didn't know it, how to edit have you seen me with a green screen yeah. I've got a green screen right to, to anybody I mean I've, I think the vast majority <laughs> of people who are listening to this will have some concept of what I'm talking about but in case you don't if you film on green, you can do this thing called ultra key, which is where you can make the background disappear and you can put anything there. The first time I did, it's a very, very simple process, by the way. The first time I did that, I ended up leaving my office at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I started doing it about three. It's very simple. It's so tricky. But once you, it's once fiddly. Once you know what to do, it's okay. It's I, still okay. Have, I do have a little, we still have I think the old technical good. glitch. But no, I think, that, I think that video that we eventually put out, it took me all night to put out. Uh, I think it got what eighty ninety thousand views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Stoke. Had, it was Stoke when yeah, we won four two. Yeah, it was a Stoke City yeah. vlog, and it's a great vlog, mind you. But it just—I think that just shows that if you—you you have to care about what you're doing. You have to love what you do. And I really believed in the channel. I really believed in what I was doing. And I was just like, if I'm going to make a go of this, no matter how hard it is, I'm just going to have to teach myself to do this. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. Mm. You about a year ago. I had a con- almost a year ago to the day. In fact, I had a conversation with you where I said, look, we could do our own thing, or you had a counter offer from Fremantle, which would have also been quite beneficial. Yeah. On the spot, Soph, did you make the right call? Yeah, yeah. of course I did. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what? I, the, the main thing is, is that you, I think money overall doesn't make you a very happy person and short-term gain is, short-term gain is not No, and this is a passion project happiness. for us, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. So I just basically thought, right, we've, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to do this and I'm really, really pleased we did because I'm having so much fun. Great, yeah. And um, there's another uh, area of your professionalism that <laughs> a lot of people know you for. Yes. Um, I don't know if we've ever had a conversation about it, me and you. I don't think we have, but I don't even know. Have you ever had this conversation anywhere no, else? No, it's actually quite nice I get to talk about it. So, again, loads of you who don't know, but I'm sure almost everyone will. Sophie... <laughs> As well as owning 
uh, CFC Fan TV has a sideline uh, or another career, another income stream. Yes. Which is glamour modelling. Yes, I suppose you could say that. It's not really the industry sort of sort of died a bit out now um but i it's nothing it's not even something i mean i've probably only been doing it for a few years but it's not something i ever wanted to get into it's not something i planned to get into i got scouted when i was on holiday and i sort of what what, talk me through that process where were you i was i was so i was working abroad in spain not oh no we're not going into that (laughs) palma nova oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) No, but listen, I mean, everybody who say to me, Sophie, you're way too posh to be here. Why are you here? You should not You should not be working in this place. But I was like, no, nah, listen, I'm saving for the summer. And that's what I had to do back then. You know, I was at uni. I had two, two, three jobs when I was at home. I was like, but I've got to go away for the summer and just work and save so that when it gets back to... So what, you lived in Magaluf for, for an entire summer? For, you know, for about two months, basically. Right. And I just, but I basically went there. I, never, I didn't take a day off. I worked seven days a week for that entire time and just save money. And I ended up doing, I ended up saving money. And we, but you get so tired of basically, we used to basically go to work 6pm to 6am and then we would sleep up until the next day 6pm and just get up for work and go. But and what this, was the work? The work was in a bar? Yeah. And this particular day, I said to my friend... We've got to get up. We've got to get up and go to the beach because we're, this is we're, we're, yeah, we're not turnal here. This is rubbish. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, we need to get up. We need to tan. We need to just get out there and go to the pool, whatever. So I went to the hotel where uh, all the workers normally went, and um, somebody just came out to me. And originally, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then he was quite persistent. He was with another, another yeah, girl. I bet he did was. It. Yeah, it was with a girl. Don't worry, not just him. And we did like a mini photo shoot. We sent it off to an agency, and they liked me. And then I was in a few magazines and stuff. But for me, it was more of a. I said to myself that summer, it's probably within those couple of days, there's like a three day gap here, where I said to myself, when I get back, I have to start trying to get into presenting. I have to start getting into something because I was originally meant to go to London Metropolitan University, which is North London, right yeah. by the Arsenal Stadium, yep. old Arsenal Stadium now. Um, and they called me literally a week before I was meant to turn up on that course and said, you're, the government's cut your course, we're not doing any drama courses. And I'd, I'd already, I got I was 250 applicants so I was one of the last 50 chosen so I worked really hard to get into that and the only university that I could go to was uh, Roehampton which was basically the closest to mm. Stamford Bridge so yeah. I ended up getting a job there and everything and I thought right I'm in this area I have to this has all happened for a reason I have to try and get into it when I'm back at home and luckily he scouted me and the minute I got back I went into that then I started doing the um, the fan cast with Chidge um, yeah. that was on for a while and that sort of this, um, the modelling sort of gave me that exposure to go on and do other things because people sort of knew I was a Chelsea fan um, and I went to the games so no matter what my job was they knew I was sort of into that but obviously the modelling gave me a bit of a profile went into that did that for that was no money in it at all I just did that for experience and to, to talk about Chelsea and um, it just basically all happened from there so that's how I got into that but it is something I'll give up the modelling stuff yeah of course it's definitely something that I'm going to give up soon do you enjoy doing it? Um, yeah, of course I enjoy doing it. I mean, I there's all different reasons why girls do it. And th- I mean, I can assure you the attention from boys is probably what people think. And they probably, a lot of people I, think I, that... I would I would guess that that isn't, I wouldn't have said that was really a reason. But it's really not the M- most... Money is a reason. No, not even that. No, I mean, most of the girls will tell you they do it because it makes them feel a bit more confident than what they, than what they used to. A lot of girls that have had surgery, things like that, that is why they'll do those sorts of things. But it doesn't necessarily mean to, like myself, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, that that everybody's got different reasons. And the perception of glam models, although there are a lot like what people think they are, I know from being one myself when I... So what was your motivation to, what was your motivation to go into the glamour industry? I wanted to get... It, I, I had to get... I wanted to Exposure. Get into, I wanted to get... No, I wanted to get into modelling. I wanted to get into presenting, acting, something around those lines. And modelling was the first thing that basically came up. Right. 
Um, and had you already had a boob job are, before yeah, you'd already are, had that? But run. there are loads of things. There are loads of things that I wish I hadn't have done. And there are loads of things that people try to get you to do. So for anybody listening, like you really need to have quite a strong head and say no to things basically but it's very hard when you've got people like yeah you should do this photo shoot you should do, th- you should do this photo shoot oh what they take yeah, it take they, it one step you, too yeah, far and of course but I mean not like for, going in the nudie yeah not necessarily for my agency but just people outside influencers you've got to be really really careful that you just say no and I've always had a really thick skin so like Grange Hill I'm basically you have no like, idea what I'm talking about do you no, no I know that's a great yeah, I used to watch <laughs> oh you do know that song yeah, great yeah, yeah so god I thought wow um, I felt old then no uh, yeah but you've just basically just got to say no to things and I have never been you know, look, and I keep it very separate now. I do you have, still do you still do it? Have I you done a do shoot it. recently? No, I still I still do it. I've got my my website, but it's very very um it's a very low key. For instance, from what you would normally normally see, I don't do I really don't do mo- most of the stuff anymore, and um that's that's sort of it. It really is just modelling. There's no doesn't go any further than that. If other if other girls think they want to go into things other than that, they can do. But the two the two so how can I put it? Modeling and anything further than that, they're very, very separate things. You just gotta be careful that once your name's out there, for anybody, not even somebody that's a model, if you're a girl, if you're a young girl, doesn't matter what job you're in, you've got to be really, really careful because there's always people that are gonna try and exploit. Yeah, exploit you. So for any job, I think, anyway. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's something that I plan to give up soon, but I keep it very low key and for the people that, you know, like And it's that, all like behind a uh, it's all not that I've not that I've Googled this or anything, but it's all behind a paywall, isn't it? Your your thing. Like yeah, it's, course, yeah. you don't access it you don't access it no, by accident. Of course not, but it's just something that that's but that for me, again, it's not even it's not even about the money. If you want to No, see, no, no, not the money. I just mean it's 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 not something that you're actually advertising, it's something that you actually have to seek out. Yeah, like you don't put it no, on No, I don't put it on anywhere else. And that's the, I really want to keep everything as separate as possible for people that want to like my modelling because loads of and there's lots of you know fans on Twitter things that they love it they they can see it and for people that don't then I've I've got you know my actual life. yeah 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 but I think everybody has a few jobs and if you look there's so many there's so many sports presenters that have all done it but they've done it years and years and years before I was even involved so it's sort of all oh, sort yeah, of been yeah, forgotten yeah, about yeah. now it's not a it's not a a thing I mean but yeah but there are there are some really really smart girls I've met some I've have got some really good friends um there are also a lot of the typical models that you just see yeah so you've just got to be you've just got to be open-minded I never judge anybody so it doesn't matter what you do for a job what you look like what you wear it's um based on who you are as a person and when I meet that person I'm the exact opposite of that yeah you are Rory yes (laughs) yes I tried to take my friend to a Greek restaurant the other day and it was just a cafe nothing fancy at all in North London refused to go in there and he's always calling me materialistic. It's I was because like, he probably the reason that he didn't enjoy that save is because he probably follows you on Instagram and sees nice, that mate. you end up. He sees that you end up in some of the most uh, exclusive nightclubs. And I was obviously I follow you on Instagram, and I was looking at your story the other day. I thought that you were in a bar. I was like, wow, that's a lovely bar. The next snap or next part of the story, I realised that that lovely bar wasn't a bar at all. It was part of an aeroplane. You were on a plane. Oh, yeah. You were on a plane and you had a walk-up bar. <laughs> that was funny. That was really cool. No, but again, listen, these are all these these are all sort of things that are like... Uh, I mean, I, if I've got... We've, we, all, we all go on trips all the time, so um, sometimes we'll get flight upgrades, things like that. But, we, I mean, anybody who has the money for an actual plane flight... I think I think I think a business class trip on Emirates um, to Vegas is around about fifteen thousand pounds. So if any of you lot have that money, you go, you crack on. But I talking of don't. which, it's your birthday <laughs> in a couple of days. My birthday is on the fourteenth of November. Yes, I'm going to go to Vegas for that. Um, but you just, you know what you got to do? You just got you just got to search online for these cheap deals. Go on, like. Um, have you sorted out sites. your trip to Vegas? Do you know what you're going to do? Do you know what your have no. you got a, an agenda? No, I don't know. We normally get drunk. I'm not going to lie because I'm not a big partier in England. So any of you lot, I'm, I basically have. I've always had like 
at least two jobs. Now I've probably got three. Um, and when you see me in the nightclubs, normally I'm, I'm working. I'm working. I've, I've, I've got friends that I've worked for for years and they'll always call me if they need help and I'll just go. So I'm not actually on, on a night out. I mean, the last time I actually went out in London is, well, probably when we went out with um, your friends into Cirque. Oh God, <laughs> that was terrible. But that was how many months Mate, ago. That night scarred me. That's the last time I went out. Yeah. You know, my wife has never forgiven me for that night. Oh, you don't like? Oh, no, she's not. She's not a fan. No. Oh. Listen to what happened. Well, Rory was in. Trouble. I went. I went. It was the day that Chelsea played Manchester United at home. The day that N'Golo Kante scored and we won one 0 in the cup. I think it was a Monday. I'm virtually sure it was a Monday night. We went out, and I was. I was. Lucky enough to be taken for you know a lovely, a lovely club. If you're into it, we went to a club called Cirque Cirque de Soir in the West End. Oh lordy, <laughs> I get greedy. See, I really enjoy it. I'm like dancing to rap music. I don't have a clue what I'm playing at, and I'm drinking vodka and cra- I make them up. I, I, it looks yeah. like I know them, but no. But I, but that's nothing to do with it being rap music. Like that's the same for Greece songs and like things like that. I don't have a clue, but I just make them up and hope for the best. However, this night we've ended up out in this club, we've got a table and I'm drinking champagne, then I'm drinking whiskey and then I'm drinking vodka and cranberry and I was having a lovely time. I went home and it was a, it was really late, it was about five o'clock in the morning. I was so ill. I felt so sorry for myself, I was not well. <laughs> My wife's woken up, she's been very, like she's a very caring and loving person, so she was really, like, really looking after me but it was five o'clock in the morning so you know the way to get through to this is and I've learnt this from working in as a waitress all my life um, you basically have to go out and drink just white tequila and when I say just white tequila I mean do not drink a pint of beer that doesn't do sound like the greatest advice so because it's the least calorific and you never wake up hungover okay um, neither I mean but you've never tried it have you no and I shan't Freddy, I will Freddy, never go do you know what is, so, so carry on being ill so I was no but I know but I've I've found another way to alleviate this problem and that is by not, not going go. I'm not going I'm so never old. going to a nightclub again Rory's a bit of an old man I am because I really enjoy what I love I was in I love a nice restaurant like the other day I went out I met Frank Lampard I then went for I was a, so jealous he, he met um, Ramirez and he's one of my all time I met favorites. Ramirez in Novikov I couldn't believe it. Mate, what a day I had last Friday Gutted. I went out met Frank Lampard Frank Lampard was <laughs> adorable and charming and far too handsome and far too intelligent just wonderful company left him um, went for dinner in Novikov and Ramirez was sitting behind me I was like Ugh. it was like How my favourite ever him? player because I literally wouldn't have known what to I do went to, I went to sit down kind of bent, bent, my, bent down to sit down and pull my chair in and as I've put my as I've gone to pull my chair in I like, cocked my head back just to make sure where the chair was and he was sitting on the table behind me I jumped up kicked the chair back and was like ah, Ramirez and he just looked at me like I was insane <laughs> I went ah, I've just left Frank Lampard he went alright <laughs> I went oh, oh, really nice to meet you and thankfully I was with Olivia and she because it was like, I'm really sorry about him. Um, when you finish your meal, is there any chance of a photo? She was far too cool about it. Yeah. And he was charming. He was very nice. And I said, you know, how's China? And he didn't seem overly enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to be at Chelsea. Yeah, he didn't seem overly enthusiastic. Well, anytime enthusiastic. you want to come back, Well, he was at Chelsea the other day. He was actually at the... He was, know, over, for the, he was over for the game. If you want to come back, Ramirez, if you're listening, any time. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Fa- He's a cult hero. I mean, there's only two favourite goals ever got. 
That's Michael Essien against Barcelona in that terrible game with the referee, yeah, yeah, yeah. which then, I'll remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. And secondly, uh, Ramirez's goal against Chip Barcelona. Chipping Valdez. Yeah, because and I think that was just a, such a crucial goal. Oh, mate. Well, it's and more crucial ball, than Torres' goal The ball through from Frank Lampard. Hang on, look at that. That's what's happened to me last Friday. I was out and I was with <laughs> Lampard and then he's played the assist in and Ramirez has chipped Valdez in Novikov and I was yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think he planned to meet you, Raw, <laughs> but if you want to put it that way, then that's cool. Mate, you never know. It was like the stars aligning. It was, it was, it was absolutely perfect. So, <laughs> birthday celebrations Vegas so that leads yeah. me on to ask you one final question before yes. we wrap this up I follow you on there I know that you're often in Dubai you love it there I do like Dubai you, yeah you're going to Vegas you can only go to one ever again where do Vegas. you choose Vegas over Dubai yeah all day long Vegas is, do you know listen listen with me guys when I when I go out for a party or for a celebration I always go to Vegas I I'd really I'm not a big drinker at home um, unless I'm obviously having to be in a club then I'm a bit like woo um, but anyway no other than that I never choose really to go out if I do it's really a one off um, so I always go to Vegas and I love the fact it's 24 hours now anybody who knows me it's another thing guys if you really want to know food is just my absolute life I eat all day every day I should be morbidly obese um, I'm not thankfully um, but it just there's food everywhere 24 hours whenever I want to go and eat there's a Cafe Lux. You can just go wherever you want to go. And that is just what I love about it. If you want to do a bit of gambling, want myself a bikini, can do that. Whatever you want to do, it's 24 hours and I just absolutely So Vegas over Dubai? Place. All day long. I couldn't disagree more. I love I love Vegas. I went with my mum. I had a you wonderful time. You can't handle the night out though, Rob. I, I can handle <laughs> one. One. Uh, one sort of now, isolated night out. nights in a row. No, for, night, for me, night, Dubai, Dubai is just... Also, I've got very happy memories with Dubai. It's where I went on my honeymoon. It's also where I proposed to my wife. Oh, that's really sweet. So, isn't it? so yeah, I do. I do look back on it. Uh, Actually, one place I do love more than anything is um, Cyprus because I'm Cypriot Greek. So that's hopefully where I'll reside. Oh, really? Is that <laughs> yeah. the dream? Ultimately? Yeah. No, I do. I love Cyprus. So we'll see. Very nice. So you're when are you back from Vegas? I'm back. I'm only going for a few days. I, the thing is with this job, guys, then you can't really leave the country for longer than a few days. So because Chelsea um, are playing West Brom. Yeah, I only ever go. I only. I literally, whenever you see me traveling, most most of the time it's actually for work. So that's sort of that. And you obviously go out for a few drinks and do a bit of exploring when you're there. Um, but I only ever get to go away for four nights maximum, even in the summer this year, because I mean, summer especially for us, we've got all the transfer news to cover, and I, we can't, I can't really be doing that if I'm away absolutely you know absolutely, <laughs> intoxicated yeah. although I did enjoy your Dubai videos I thought they were very good yeah well it's nice to meet you though actually one thing about that I did meet some um, fans in Dubai who, who recognised really the yeah recognised me recognised the channel so that was really lovely did, and people who were on holday in Dubai or people yeah, or residents we, of you Dubai you know I was really mad actually that we played so poorly because um, it, you, the clocks went back here and we were already three hours ahead there so it was four oh, hours delay yeah, yeah, yeah. so ha- the, the game was at quarter to twelve in the evening Oof. and I went to bed about three nightmare not a good um so f- thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for seeing into my it's, life. No, I'm really, really, really glad we got to tell you guys um, about the channel and why we left and started our own because I know you lot wanted to know. Um, it's just that we didn't really feel that it was the right time to to broadcast it, I suppose, and wanted it to come out in the right way and things like that. But we're just glad that you're liking the content we're putting out now. Absolutely. And um, we appreciate all of your support. Now, so far, I really do appreciate it. And thank you all for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions for the following episode, please get them in on the iTunes account. And if you enjoyed this, why not subscribe to this podcast? And I will see you all next week. Can't wait. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.